Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's seven o'clock in the morning London time on Tuesday the 11th of January. 2021 has been reported as one of the seven hottest years on record, with the fastest ever surge in methane gas. The increase in methane gas is not perhaps that surprising. Global manufacturing supply reached an all-time high in 2021. Methane is a byproduct of supplying goods. The news exposes both the strengths and weaknesses of current ESG investment strategies. Environmental change is clearly a significant economic factor. It is something that is affecting productivity and long-term growth stability. At the same time, the simplified world of Twitter and hashtag economics does not necessarily come up with proper solutions. Underinvestment in fossil fuels as a transition to renewable energy is arguably making the current situation worse. It's also worth reflecting that the rise of natural disasters with their associated economic costs may make other parts of the ESG agenda more difficult to achieve. Economic weakness can be associated with scapegoat economics and the rise of prejudice, for example. Fed Chair Powell is before Congress for confirmation hearings today. It will be interesting to see if Powell is questioned on sustainability. The job of a central bank is to ration capital in the economy in such a way as to produce the most stable and sustainable improvement in living standards, which means influencing the cost of capital for ESG objectives is very much part of a central bank's raison d'etre. The reality is that the focus is likely to be on transitory issues like inflation, which the Fed cannot call transitory for political reasons, but is clearly treating as a largely transitory problem. Data from the United Kingdom is starting to show the demand shock that the Omicron variant is posing to the global economy and the associated relative shifts in consumption patterns. The British Retail Consortium reported like-for-like retail sales rose 0.6% on the year in December, slowing from previous months. It should be noted that the number is nominal and large numbers of the UK retail sector are still experiencing deflation. Barclaycard reported an increase in spending on credit cards of over 12% year-over-year. Some of this is due to fuel price increases. Within the overall number, however, there was a very significant decline in restaurant and travel spending and an increase in spending online and for food consumed at home. Self-censorship and the cult of Christmas meant that people voluntarily stayed at home in December. It does appear that the tradition of partying at home regardless of the COVID threat and bringing your own bottle of alcohol to do so is still in place. The question is whether travel and hospitality will see a demand bounce back now that Christmas is behind us. The data calendar is otherwise fairly quiet today. The US National Federation of Independent Businesses Small Business Opinion Poll is due. There has been evidence in the past of businesses reporting political opinions rather than economic reality around Obamacare, for instance. And with the level of political polarisation that exists in the US at the moment, this data should therefore be treated with even more caution than normal. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.